Well, hello everyone. This is Nadia from Homeschools 101. Hope you guys are all doing great. Um, hope you're staying warm. It's starting to get really cold here in California. We're in Northern California and we are definitely beginning to feel the winter setting in. Um, hope you're all doing awesome and your homeschooling journey is going well and hope you have been um, keeping along and getting using some of the advice and tidbits that I've been providing for you guys over the last few weeks and months. Uh, it's been a while since I jumped on, but I wanted to come on today because um, I had something I wanted to share with you guys. And that's a question that some folks have, and especially newly homeschooling parents. And that's about record keeping. What do you do with record keeping? How do you record keep? Um, and, um, you know, I am lucky that I am in a state instead of California where we're not required to provide very much in terms of homeschooling records, etc. I'm in a state that's pretty lax in terms of allowing the parent the freedom and the, I guess the ability to construct a homeschooling program for the child and children that they're homeschooling. And we're left with quite a lot of freedom where we don't have to have too much in terms of record keeping, reporting to the uh, school board. But I understand that that's not the same across the country. And so before I get into my tits and t uh, uh, advice about how to record keep, I want to first recommend for all of you out there, um, you know, I've mentioned the site before, HSLDAs, the Homeschooling Legal Defense Association, and I'll leave a link to that in the episode description. This is an awesome site and site that I've depended on over the years for all things legal when it comes to homeschooling. So if you're not quite sure what type of record keeping you are expected to keep, what type of evaluations, for example, your children are supposed to be keeping up with, then I would suggest that you go to the HSLDA website and find out about that for your specific state because homeschooling, I've mentioned this before, homeschooling laws vary widely across the country. So what fits for one state is not necessarily the same fit for the other states. And here in California, like I said, we are fortunate that we're given quite a lot of freedom in terms of how we homeschool, what type of homeschool curriculum we can choose, um, who homeschools, hours of homeschooling, and we're not required to report anything in terms of, you know, sample works to the, the school board or, any, or anything like that. Uh, we do have to ha um, provide 182 days of schooling. Uh, under the homeschool law. And so it's important to make sure that we keep accurate attendance records. And that's pretty simple when you're, you're a site that actually provides that type of information. But if you're not, then how would you? And so that's what I wanted to cover today. So first things first, um, I think it's very important to keep samples for yourself and for the future in terms of, um, you know, you just wanting to look back at your child's progress 
And believe it or not, I think as the kids get older, I've watched them grow since, you know, Daniel is now in eighth grade. And it's so much fun for them to look back on their schoolwork, even though they're homeschooled. Every child at some point wants to look back and see what they did as a kindergartner or as a first grader. And so since they were... Um, in kindergarten, I've kept for each child. So this is my first tip. So for each child that you're homeschooling, I would recommend that you keep uh, portfolios of their schooling year per year. So for what I do with the boys is at the beginning of the year, I get a manila folder. I put their name and their grade on the outside of the manila folder. And I keep sample schoolwork of theirs, be it drawings, be it, um, you know, poems that they might write for school, I, you know, essays that they might write. I keep samples of those in each of their manila folders for not just for um, safekeeping and for uh, showing, you know, if God forbid we ever were audited or something like that by the state of California school board, we can show what type of work we've been doing over the years. Like I said, state of California is pretty lax, pretty free. So I don't, I don't anticipate that happening, but at the worst case scenario, that's, that would provide evidence of our homeschooling. So, but the reason I actually do it is just for our own personal pleasure because I think it's so wonderful to be able to look back years later and see what the boys did. For example, I can see what they did in kindergarten. It's so cute to see their drawings. And we did things like, you know, what's your favorite food? Um, when they were like first, second grade, and it's funny to see what they wrote down, what's your favorite toy, you know, things like that um, in different little, uh, sessions that we did for school. So the first thing I would advise for any homeschooling parent out there, uh, if you, even if you're not required by your state to key portfolios of your child's homeschool work, I would advise that you begin keeping those little samples. You don't, don't keep everything because in the very beginning, oh my gosh, I had box loads of stuff from the children because I was keeping every, every single thing seemed important to me. Every single drawing that they made was important and seemed so cute. And so uh, after a few years, I ended up with boxes of paperwork and I actually had to purge and go through those um, a couple of years ago because it was just too much. So what I would advise is that you just keep the special uh, pieces, you know, special poem that they might have written, you know, special um, history work that they wrote, special drawing that they wrote, something like that. And if you're required by your state, if, if you find out that you're required by your state to actually keep samples, then of course you want to get a little bit more elaborate in terms of keeping uh, more records of their work. But I ac actually also keep like math worksheets if we've done a quiz. I keep math worksheets that I've graded. I keep um, sample essays. I keep, you know, different pieces of paperwork that can prove if I ever need to prove that we've homeschooled to any person or personnel that we've been homeschooling over the years. So that's my first piece of advice. So get a piece of manila, a manila folder for each child, put their name and their grade on it. And you're going to do this every single year. So if I were to go into my folder, uh, I can find every single year that we've homeschooled from the beginning, first grade onwards for the boys. And that's pretty cool to watch and to see and go back into. So um, I also make at the end of each year, a um, homemade 
a homemade report card. So um, it's kind of neat and nifty, you know, just because we're homeschooled doesn't mean that we don't have to have something to kind of show what we've done. So I have a homemade report card that I make up for each boy. And it, at the end of each semester, I fill that out, sign it and put it into their little folders. So that's the second piece, um, you know, use the uh, computer to make a simple a simple report card and then you can keep that in listed by grades that you're teaching and the grade that they got and it doesn't have to be abc grade you know it can be simple as maybe a check mark or a um you know met expectation exceeded expectation uh type of thing you know if you're not so big on the whole letter grade thing um you know that's totally fine as well and um i would uh in terms of record keeping, something that I've enjoyed looking back on for the boys is actually taking videotapes of them when they were doing like poems, for example. It's so hilarious to look back. So again, you know, I know we are total, you know, selfie society, at least most of the world is. Um, but I think it's so important to actually chronicle those moments when the kids are homeschooling. So for example, I think I shared this with you guys before that every single first day of school, we actually take a picture together and we actually make it a big deal. First day of school, we take pictures, we take photos, and we do a short little video together um, on, on, you know, saying that it's the first day of school and we're excited and what year it is. And look, that's so good to look back on later on in life too. So that was, that's the next piece of advice. Just make a little video snippets here and there of your homeschooling experience. And, uh, you know, make sure that, um, you know, you keep them in a folder that says school so they don't get buried under all the other bits and pieces of pictures and videos that we might take over the years. Um, the other thing that I do to make things really simple, you know, how do you keep the, the paperwork? How do you keep the samples? You don't want it to be a big source of stress trying to keep samples. So what I do is I have like a shoe box, a plastic shoe box that I keep in the school area. And every day I put all of our schoolwork paperwork in that shoe box. And at the end of the week, sometimes in the end of, end of two weeks, I go in there and I sort through and I remove the ones that I want to keep as samples and put them into the folder for the boys. And I toss everything else that I don't need. But this way, on a day-to-day -day basis, you're not stressed trying to figure out, okay, what should I keep? What should I not keep? So just keep everything. Um, and that you know keeps the, the area tidy. So at the end of the day, at the end of school day, what I do is I take all our paperwork that we've gone through for the day. I stick it in the shoebox, the plastic shoebox. And after a week or two weeks, I go through and I purge what I don't need and I keep what I do need. And that way, you don't have to scramble trying to find samples. If you keep it and if, after every week, every two weeks, you actually purge to find samples that you want to keep. That way, you don't have to be worried about, okay, I didn't get a sample of this or that. So just keep them all in a shoebox in the school area, everything that you've done for the day, stick them in there. And at the end of the week, when you have more time, go ahead and sort through and pick out your samples and put them in the folder for each child. And that has worked great for me. It keeps things tidy. It keeps me from being stressed during the actual school day, 
um, trying to sort through what I want to keep as sample or not samples. Um, so that would be my other piece of advice. Um, and one thing that worked really well, if you are, you want to separate each, um, each child's work by say subjects, uh, accordion type folder and accordion type folder is an amazing thing. You can get each one, one of those for each child and, you know, separate out their work by subjects. So, you know, you can have one for spelling, one for math. In the accordion type folder, you can just fold those away for each child. It's not necessary, but it does keep things a little bit more organized. Um, but a simple manila folder would work just fine as well. So um, I think that's it. I mean, I don't didn't have a lot but I wanted to share with you guys, just first and foremost, make sure that you do know the laws of your state in terms of what's required to provide for um, record keeping, because some states actually require that you keep samples and that you provide them to the, the school board. Um, so go on to the website, hslda.org. Um, I think I said .com before, but it's actually a nonprofit. So it's hslda.org. And there you'll be able to find all information concerning all the states about what's required, what's not required in your specific state. So that would be my first piece of advice, just to rehash. Go on to HSLDA, figure out what, if any, record keeping you are required to do. And then second, if you have not already started doing so, even if you're not required by your state law to keep records, I would just encourage you uh, to start keeping an, a, a portfolio for each child because it's such a blessing to look back later to see the progress and to see what your child's done over the years. And like each, I think even in you know, regular school, you know, uh, brick and mortar school, the kids come home with different pieces of paperwork that you usually file away. Uh, make sure you don't you know, drop the ball on that because looking back years later, it's so much fun to be able to look at their work and see how they've progressed, see how their writings progressed, see how what they've learned over the years, see how they've grown in different areas. So just for your own your own um, family's, you know, sake, I would just go ahead and advise that you get a manila folder for each child and file away those sample work. Uh, and then the third piece of advice would just be um, you know, making sure that we take video snippets too, not just not just uh, paperwork, but actually do a little bit of videoing here and there because it's so much fun to actually see the process of the homeschooling over the years. And sometimes it's kind of fun just to kind of take the boys when they're not watching and, um, you know, just have little snippets here and there of your homeschooling experience. And it's just going to be a joy years later to be able to look, look at those things. So um, that was it. It was not very much, guys, but... Um, I think some folks have that question, you know, what am I required to to do in terms of record keeping? And the biggest answer is you have to find out what your state requires because it's all different for each state. But um, I would advise, again, just to keep those records for your own sake. Um, and then needs if needs be, you have them to provide to your state uh, school board if they require it. And don't forget the shoebox idea. It's such a great nifty way to just, you know, file away things during the school day. And then later on, 
when you have time at the end of the week and of two weeks, you can shuffle through them and pick out, pick and choose what you do need, put them in the manila folder for each child and dispose of whatever else you do not need. So I hope that was helpful. I just wanted to jump on and share that with you guys. It's worked really well for my family. Like I said, luckily we are not required um, by our homeschooling laws here in California to do much in terms of record keeping. Um, uh, so if you are not in California, go ahead and jump on hslda.org website if you do not know your, your state's requirement for record keeping for homeschooling. And I just want to wish you guys all the best. Hang in there. We've got this. You can do this. Um, together we're going to make sure we have the best, the most fun, the most wonderful and fulfilling experience homeschooling journey ever. So if you have any questions, don't forget to go ahead and email me at homeschools101 at gmail.com and I'll make sure I get those questions answered. And in the meantime, I'm just excited that we get to do this together, guys. I'm excited that we have some place that we can come together and just, um, you know, be together because, you know, it's, sometimes it gets rough, but know that you're not alone and that you were born to do this and you've got this. So until next time, have a great rest of your day, whatever you're doing, and we'll talk again in the next podcast. Bye-bye.